Hail to the void, listeners. I, Dio of the Lawkeeper, have returned to finish the chapter of Parnast and the Eggman. Previously, the gang dispatched the Devious Darrow with cunning and flame. While Egg and Sakura prepared to smite the crazed fetal savant, Quillanan made the altruistic choice to sacrifice one of her two unadulterated wishes to bring the child back to the light. Tumaini brought the child to Brolin and his grieving widow while the town dealt up some mob justice on their executioner mayor. This, in fact, did not seem like justice at all to Egg, and left a sour taste in his mouth. Shall our heroes continue on their path, chasing the remnants of the Seven Joys? And what of Egg's quest to appease Lifeander? Find out today on If I Could Wish a Wish. I have water. Okay. I think I made it something that he doesn't drink. Okay. I think I, I want to say this is my second time I've been offered water. First offered alcohol. Alcohol, yeah. Okay. All right. Um. Also, can I? Once we're done eating, I kind of want to go and meander his office, maybe. Okay. And see if there's anything <laughs> of interest in there. Okay. His li- library. <laughs> and like, you can make an uh, investigation check. Um. I believe. I have I have Vishtu's journal still, and I believe you said that I'm I'm only like reading a page. I've only been able to read like a page at a time. Well, yeah, it's I, I, I'll give you like different things as you read it. Okay, then yeah, it's like check mark points kind of thing. Okay. Uh, so I'd like to read another excerpt from Vishtu's journal before I go to bed. Okay. Nineteen. Uh, what are the other two doing here? Jimmy, do you mind if I join you and see yeah, around and see if you can find any further information? Yeah. Be- being in Mayor's house, I'm also gonna see if I can find like any type of uh, regional maps, preferably okay. portable size. All right, yeah. Go ahead and make an investigation check as well. Now, what am I doing? Investigation. Plus four. Nine or six. Except a dot. It's this one right here. The dot means it's the bottom. It's the axis. Sorry. Good. Nine. Oh, sorry. Use this one. Yeah. Nine. I get it. Six. Okay. Plus four. It's also the base of the period of the triangle. It's the hole at the bottom. Oh, but I don't have the number. Okay. I just see But thirteen. You got how much? Nineteen. Thirteen. Nineteen. <clears throat> and I got a fourteen on my side for map looking. Stuff. Okay. Uh, so yeah, you find a um, a map of the 
uh, Sword Coast comes down. Uh, it stops before it reaches Honorok, so you're basically right now in Parnas, you're at the very uh, eastern edge of the map, and then it travels hmm. west towards the Sword Coast. Is it like one of those big rolly downy maps, or is it kind of like a scroll map? It's, it, it's, a, it's a scroll map and it mixed in with a bunch of other different maps ah. of, of uh, strange areas and also uh, just like mayoral decrees kind of thing. It's just all sort of mixed together. Just a map of the paperwork. area, roll it up, put it in my pack. Okay, you can go ahead and add that to your inventory. Well done, sir, well done. CR4, CR5. Uno. Mapo. <laughs> Day part asked, or and I get to increase my money. <laughs> it's like the northern coast. It's oh, the, the whole, coast. whole. Oh, it's the whole sword coast. Um. Okay. So the two of you. What was your total? Nineteen. And your total? Fourteen. Alright. Uh, you find total of two hundred and sixty silver pieces. In mixing with the stuff and 60 gold pieces. Okay. Um, 200 and what? How do we 260 get, silver. How do we get inspiration in this game? Because these are our other one where we give each other inspiration. Right. This is something you, I will I will award. Offer, award inspiration. Okay. We just all started with one. Yeah, from a previous run. Mom has two somehow. Uh, yeah. She shouldn't. She should have one. What? You can only have one inspiration. You probably, told us you, you probably t- were holding it. You I, told I, us we could. I know. I didn't read the book. I read the book. You know what? So we're back to one. You could uh, re-roll your your loot and see if you get a better roll. Yeah. Can I re-roll my loot and <laughs> keep my one? If you want to use your inspiration for your. I'm saying burning off the yeah, right. Oh, <laughs> just for fine. This just one time, loot. I'll let you use burn off that extra inspiration. So re-roll your investigation. Wait. Wait to lawyer that. It's not bad. Oh, I did! I haven't played yet. Warrior yet. 21! <laughs> when I said way to lawyer. Oh, wait, lawyer. I thought you said warrior. Like, yeah, I get through this. So one of you needs to mark off that, that coin. I, I grabbed it, but I'll, I'll divvy it up four ways. The mayor's coin? We get to take it? Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> you say mark off? Chaotic take good. It? What about the people who lost family members? Yeah, what about them? Someone needs to. We killed the bad guy! That's our reward. Yeah, they get the house. It's not like we're going to take that with us. Yeah. <laughs> I could just see Ludwig go, oh, and put the house back on. I'll take my short reward, and then I'm going to bring it over to the Smitty's. Baby. Help you get out. Find. You're going to bring the one. Who do I find? A mysterious deck of cards. That we found in the mayor's house. I swear to God, I'm going to put him through a shredder. Let's <laughs> Okay, you find a, uh, as you're searching the, the, the mayor's desk, you're pulling open drawers, you pull out the coin and set it on the top, and you're sort of searching through it, you find a little uh, switch underneath one of the doors, and you flick it, and a little secret compartment opens up on the desk, and you pull out a small piece of, looks like yew branch, um, about a foot in length. Looks like a what? A yew branch. A yew branch? A yew tree. A wand. Does it feel magical? Feels like a piece of wood that's about a foot in length and sort of gnarled. 
He's like, and, what? And you can tell it's you, and you use magic. You use ancient and... Does it have any rating? Okay. It does not. Does it have any symbols? Uh, okay, I tuck it away in my cloak for later inspection. Okay. All right. Just like burn through my body or no. something. Okay, great. <laughs> is there uh, anything else for that one? I was going to say, is there anything no. else in the little compartment? No. Okay, is there any like paperwork that seems like he's written down anything about? Uh, it seems that all of the paperwork, you spend like a better part of an hour or two in the study just reading through this paperwork, and it seems like anything to do with the uh, the deal he made with this Darrow has not been written down. It seems like it's all been under the table, something he wanted to keep off the books. What a pussy. Because he didn't want to get found out. Well, too late for you, Bonnie. He heard about his name. So for 14, I get nothing? You helped your friend the coin. Oh, okay. And, and we are splitting the coin amongst us? Yeah, I split the coin okay. four ways. How much is it again? Uh, two sixty silver, sixty gold. Okay. We I'm else sorry. do the math. Did I don't do the math. Four? What was the total? Two hundred sixty silver, and then sixty gold. Fifteen gold piece, and four sixty-five, 65 mm -hmm. for the silver. There you go. Write it down. Um, While we're writing that down, I have a secret question for the DM. Okay. I don't think that they have the capacity for that. Right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Possible. All right. And soccer, what are you doing? I told you I was reading. Is this okay. about a couple hours? I, All right. I, I, I I'll, I'll give you back some of that information in a bit. In the private. In the private. Um, so you read more of Vishtak's Vishtak. Um, I have it written down as Vishtu's journal. That's great that you have it written down that way. Vishtu is an actual it's, Hindu deity. Yeah. Vishtak, I, I created the NPC. Um, Y'all have a good night's sleep uh, in the oh my morning. God, is there a bed and, or a shower? There are a couple beds. It's the, one of the nicer homes in Parnass. Uh, not a shower, but there is a bathtub. Ooh, Tumani's gonna take a nice relaxing bath that she heats the water up with uh, Druid craft. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll follow you when you're done. Yeah. Do my own. Uh, so the morning the morning comes, you all rise with the dawn. Um, seems like the town itself is kind of taking an off day. Don't blame uh, them. It's <laughs> they're all sort of uh, the market itself isn't really set up. Everybody's just sort of either in their homes or are walking around and sort of uh, talking. You do notice as you leave the mayor's house that there are um, there are a couple of people heading over toward the temple of Palor now that it's been reopened and are spending some super beautiful inside. Spending <laughs> some time in silent prayer. I cleaned it pretty well. It was nice and clean. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. Uh, do we have any leftovers from our food that we made so I can bring to the baby and the mom and dad? I'd say yes. Cool. You guys had a lot of vegetables, so. Yeah, I, I mean, I stole a whole cart. Yeah. <laughs> I just was like, bag of holding, motherfucker. <laughs> I kept a couple tomatoes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For the journey. Right. Uh, Squeeze like if you're squeezing blood out of a stone. <laughs> Go bring uh, leftovers to 
Why do I keep wanting? Berlin. I keep wanting to call him Baylock, and I know it's Brolin. Move my chair real quick. And I will surreptitiously describe a slip of the bad coins. That was my portion to the family. Uh, Sakura sees this and does the, does the same. Oh, that's right. I forgot Sakura's okay. super rich. Yeah. <laughs> She's like 15 gold. Cool. <laughs> And I'll pretty much donate everything. God, this fucking bag is heavy. I'll donate myself down to five gold. Okay. Uh, I will keep my money. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are all good people, except for Kimani. <laughs> yeah. oh. I, I gave five copper when I had she, nothing she, else, she, she so why would I not plenty. give? She's gonna take care of her group. Yeah. yeah. There you go. She's party funding. Somebody's got to be smart. <laughs> uh, I also, I mean, aside from my gems, I also have like two hundred and sixty gold as well. So yeah. I'm like, I have 38 now. So. Two, sorry, 293. Roland nods. Egg's a simple kind of man. I like you, Egg. Roland nods at each of you and um, has prepared a uh, a bundle of uh, crossbow bolts for you as a, as a thank you gift. Um, thank you. He offers to sharpen your dagger. Okay. Um, well, do you have, aren't you going to do some woodworking? Oh, you can whittle. Your big twigs? Oh, yeah. Your okay. branches? I'll, I'll say he can sharpen my he'll tools. He'll sharpen your tools, which will give you advantage on your next woodworking project. Cool. So write that down. Um, Egg, you're a simple man. What can he do for you? Can he sharpen his mace? Is there a way to sharpen a mace? Not Is really. Spiky? He can let me keep the shovel. He will let you keep the shovel. <laughs> he will which I paid it's for. It's a good shovel. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, for Tumani... He sharpens your shovel. He, yeah. <laughs> uh, he comes to you with a, a bundle. He's got some hard tack and jerky uh, put together for you as for your journey. He hands it to you. And he says, um, I had been planning to abscond somewhere, uh, possibly north with my wife. Uh, but seeing as the immediate danger has, has calmed down a bit, um, I, I, don't, I, I think we're going to go to Oakhurst. Where, where are you traveling to next? Uh, I would like to go north because I have a date with a giant. I just kind of wink at him. It's very interesting. Are you going north through the forest or are you going I want to go towards through the, coast the whistling dunes or the singing, singing dunes. Singing sands. Singing. Sands. Singing. We're searching the singing for the singing sands. Yeah. So you're traveling through Honorah. I, I saw the map, I just don't remember. Yeah, it's, uh, you, you, you sort, sort of saw the, 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 as Egg was looking looking over this map, you saw, I sort of saw just the edge of Anorak that sort of uh, took up most of the eastern end of the map, just a giant desert, basically. Nice. He says, um, there's nothing... You saved our entire town from the tyranny of this man and this monster. Um, the very least that I could do is offer you my carriage and a few horses to make your journey through the desert. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> done. <laughs> a little easier. Um, are they horses or are they camels? Unfortunately, we don't have much need for camels here. <laughs> uh, but if you keep them... Fed and watered, they'll 
They should get you where you need to go. I can produce water. So can I, I think. I know I can purify water, maybe I can't produce it. If our food spoils, you can get it better too, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's more than generous, absolutely. Uh, is the wife in the room at all? Uh, you can hear her uh, sort of cooing and clucking to the, to oh, the baby. Oh, thank God. She sounds so much happier. She, you don't hear any weeping. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> poor poor Bowen's probably like, the crying. You probably hear, who's my boy? Who's my boy? <laughs> yeah, very, very similar. Uh, sorry, you have to raise a baby that's not yours. It is yours. <laughs> I was talking to him. He knows it's not his. <laughs> it's, it's theirs. <laughs> uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you for uh, transportation. It's the least I could do. I know that the people of the village are probably already moving on with their lives, forgotten the true help you've given us today. Well, you might want to let them know, was there like food and stuff at the mayor's house? Like a ton of stuff? I mean, yeah, there was a wine cellar, there was, you know, regular Ooh, can I retcon real fast and say that I threw like a couple bottles of wine? You can absolutely say you have a couple of wine. (laughs) It's a very too many thing. Bag holding! (laughs) Great. I'm so glad I got left. (laughs) So he he takes you outside and shows you the carriage and the two horses uh, named Imong and Jacqueline. And, uh... Wait. The horses are Imong and Jacqueline? Yep. Jacqueline's not even paying attention. I am A.N. Emong and Jacqueline. Yeah, are the horses' names? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Emong. It's known backwards. If you ever, uh, if you ever back in Oakhurst, look me up, Pa. You'll always have a place to stay with us, even if we don't have much. Well, thank you. Um, am I? I'm sorry. Am I? I'm with him. Yeah. Rick? Yeah. Um, what do you know of the low lock? I'm pretty sure that's what you said before. I know a place a little east of here, or a little west of here, named the Lone Lock. The Lone Lock. Okay, sorry. I, I was listening to your conversation, the, the other guy's conversation before we killed him. Um, uh, the Lone Lock was um, Mayor's last words of the origin of this, uh, of this evil, um, I would suggest, until we or other... Um, magical adventurers come through that no one addresses that place um, without proper protection. I know that that's a popular fishing area, but I will make sure people are aware and attempt to take the proper precautions. Yeah, perhaps um, pay for uh, strength on ships that, you know, uh, muscle, that's what I was looking for, not strength. Pay for some muscle to guide them. I will tell them. Hopefully they'll listen. Uh, I turn to leave. He nods to each of you and returns to his house with his wife. We are in the house? No, he brought you out to see the horses. Oh, right. And right. help you hitch up the carriage. Farewell. So Farewell. long. Farewell. Uh, I'll be to say goodnight. Goodnight. Sorry. All right, Goodbye. so you are now. <laughs> <laughs> we break into song <laughs> as a choir. This happens, D and D. As they, I see them mounting the carriage. I'll just uh, kind of 
I'll look at Sakura because I assume that she's the leader. <laughs> it's, it's, what? Yeah. <laughs> she's the furthest thing from the leader. <laughs> totally been taking the back burner this it's, whole time. It's his low stat, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say it's charisma. I yeah. don't know how this works. <laughs> <laughs> Intelligence is also on par with okay. normal people. But uh, Egg will just kind of go. Do you mind if I fetch a ride up until uh, I need to head further west? Our carriage is your carriage until we part ways. Sounds fair. Oh my god. Like, I'm sorry, I'm really bad. And then she turns and like snickers to herself, like, to Vaney's carriage. Would, carriage. Uh, <laughs> just I just push soccer off. <laughs> would Lone Lock be uh, on my way towards the spine of the world? It would if you left from Parnast. Okay. Um, they're traveling north and, and east. Um, the Lone Lock is just, uh, it's just slightly southwest of where Parnast is. So kind of on my way? Right, but not on their way. Hmm. Maybe I'll pick that as a part. To, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll have Egg check out Lone Lock. Okay. So, uh, looks at Sakura, because he assumes that she's the leader of the group. <laughs> and uh, just goes, I think that this is uh, where we will unfortunately have to part ways. My, oh, but Egg! He goes, my journey takes me to uh, the spine of the world where my tribe originated from. And seeing, you know, these children, and he tries to say, like, carefully, just in case, uh, what's his butt? Berlin? Berlin is still around. So that way he's being tactful. He's like, um, seeing that there are at least some children coming out, but not of a favorable, favorable nature. Uh, makes me suspect that that might be a step in the right direction for me. Uh, Sakura looks toward uh, Lone Lock's like, direction and looks toward their direction and she goes, it's that way and I commiserate in your adventure for your village and family. I wish you only the best. Thank you. I think. He probably doesn't get what commiserate is. Um, <laughs> it's a $5 word. To me, yeah. he's going to just start tearing, and then she'll, like, fly up so she can hug Egg. He'll be like, are you sure, friend? <laughs> you always don't like saying goodbye to your friend. Yes, no. little, yes little one, I am sure. <laughs> I, like, sit down on the carriage again and just start crying. <laughs> Fine! We don't need you. <laughs> anyway... And I take your hand, and I examine your finger that had been bitten by the child. It seems to be healing just fine. Ideally. Cover, <laughs> cover your hand with both my hands and wish you the best of luck as well. Thank you uh, for your journey. And I'll put a tomato in yours. <laughs> An ill-gotten tomato. It's going to be your thing now. Yes. Tomato gift. Toma- tomato and eggs. Uh, <laughs> I place my hand on his, I'm assuming, like, probably, like, elbow is as high as I can reach. Actually, no, I'm, I'm six. six I'm six, six. You can reach my face, I guess. Yeah, so I'll, I'm going to place my hand on your shoulder, and I... There s- might be a little hesitation, because I saw the last time that you touched someone. I touched her, and it was okay. Is the, yeah, but oh, the yeah, last, yeah, yeah, the yeah, very yeah, last time you touched someone. What is that? Uh, uh, oh yeah. So yeah, just like a little hesitation. I smile because you know chaotic neutral. Uh, and I say, "Dara Strixi Sovex Vux," which is 
use Draconic for Dragon's Guide You. And that's also my Guidance spell. So you get an advantage on your next... Not an advantage, you get a D4 addition to your next ability check. Yes. Whatever you want it to be. Figuring out where I need to go. (laughs) Survival check. (laughs) So, survival. And in the early morning sun, uh, you pull the carriage out heading north uh, east. Um, you begin to travel northwest, or sorry, west, southwest a little bit. Um, we're going to travel with you for just a moment. Um, it takes you maybe a few hours at a, just a brisk pace as you travel along the road um, until you find the area known as Lone Lock. It's a large, uh, crystal clear lake that uh, ends at the base of the mountain ridge. Um, which kind of brings a little comfort to you because com- mountains are where you're, where you're home. Um, where you're home. You travel around the base of Lone, Lone Lock to where it meets up with the mountains and uh, make a survival check for me. I am good at survival. A 13. Plus a d4? Oh. Oh. You got you, boo. 14. 14. 14. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Um, there's a lot of different wildlife that seems to move around here. Uh, you do happen to pick up on the trail of a set of small but heavy footprints uh, that travel back and forth along the lock. Uh, you find travel and follow these toward a small uh, cave opening uh, that seems to go about 30 feet back before you can see anything. Hmm. Egg will just kind of crack his knuckles and go okay and just <laughs> let's do this yeah it's probably strike up a torch uh with a little bit of flint and head in towards the cave okay as you enter mace the- on one hand okay egg on <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, oh, i wish egg on face um as you uh make your way slowly through the mouth of the cave uh you start going further into the dark um and the further back you get you start getting hit with this really rancid, rotten smell. Uh, At first it sort of tickles your nose, and then it sort of makes its way into your throat. Make a constitution check for me. Save your throat. Con save. This is how he died in a cave. (laughs) A nine. Uh, You you have to choke back the vomit. As you, the closer you get, the more just overpowering it is. You can feel it almost in your eyes. Is it sulfury? No. Okay, it's, cool. Making sure my torch is a good idea. Okay, <laughs> make sure my torch is a good idea. <laughs> Canary in the coal mine. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> what, yeah. Okay, walks in and just... <laughs> that's how I, That's the end of Egg's story, is that he's a fried egg. Fried tomato. We all just hear a... As you round the corner, you come into a small cavern. If anyone asks, we were never in part of this. <laughs> that has a, uh, you come into a small cavern that has a small uh, brazier uh, that has some, some really almost dead embers in it. It's mostly coal. Um, and you see the, um, the source of this scent, and that is a macabre sculpture of human remains that seems to be put together in some sort of effigy. And at the bottom of the effigy, there is a 
uh, symbol. It's a swirl of gray, white, and black that goes down into the middle uh, middle point and ends. And just beyond this effigy, you see what looks like the remnants of some sort of a cave-in. Hmm. Uh, can I do a... I'm not very good at this, but I'm going to try it anyway. It's a religion check to Absolutely. figure out the symbol. Absolutely. 15? 15? Yeah, 15. Um, you sit and meditate on it for a while, which is kind of difficult with the, with the stench of this cavern. Um, you also notice um, some very familiar uh, excrement uh, in hmm. little piles around the, the, the cavern itself. Um, but reflecting back on the information you gleaned from your traveling companions um, and the knowledge of the Darrow and the mountains that you have, this is a symbol of Uh, Darinka, which is an old Darrow god. Um, as you uh, inspect the the cave behind it, you can actually see a few uh, mostly decayed remains of Darrow, uh, of other Darrow, under crushed beneath the rock. Hmm. It's probably an exit or entrance to a taiga. Is one of their tigers. Tigers are the underground cities of dwarves. I was expecting like an ur at the end of it, so it's like it's a tiger. <laughs> Just the ones with the feature head. So it's taller. Darrow's the dark dwarf, mm-hmm. and the infant savant was what called the what? A Darrow. It's a baby. Yeah, oh, fetal savant. In, with this knowledge, would it be a good idea for Egg to kind of like keep investigating, like digging through the cave in, or is it just kind of like a, oh, this looks like a whole bunch of death. I should search elsewhere. Make a wisdom check, like straight check. <laughs> <laughs> it matches uh, nine. Oh wait, never mind. Nine. It seems like a great idea. <laughs> you. Th- it's, I'm going to leave it up to you. It piques your interest. It piques your interest. However, you know you know the mountains and you know the rocks. And looking over this, it doesn't look like a very stable. If you start removing rocks, you could cause another cave in. And it looks like maybe that has already happened. Then I will have to move carefully. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, roll a strength check and a survival check. That's your strength or survival? I take it that that will be my strength. strength. Okay. Natural one. Okay. Sorry, crit fail. Should, yep. Call it <laughs> and in roll survival too. <laughs> a nine. Because egg is awesome. And then uh, roll a deck save for me. Does he not have any inspiration? I think you're... No, no. I wasn't I good enough for inspiration. Off, right? No, I'm just saying inspiration. Oh, deck save is good. Uh, 18. Okay. So you go and lift this rock, and you put you brace yourself and put your hands underneath the, 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 the what looks like the prime rock to move. And you feel a little twinge in your finger from where the little infant bit you, and it sort of throws you off <laughs> as you try to pick it up. And then all of a sudden you hear this rumbling. And 
and you start seeing uh, specks of dust falling from the ceiling, and you drop the rock, and you immediately start taking off out of the cavern, and you can just feel the cavern collapsing in behind you. I'm a very fast guy. And, yeah, you don't even have time to stop as you enter, exit the cavern. You can just feel the... Dash, the, actually. Yeah, you can feel the uh, the air and the dust catching up with you, and you just you just take a running leap out of the cavern and splash right into the lone lock as the uh, rocks sort of tumble into the water beside you. You can see these large boulders sort of fall around you. Luckily, made it out without a scratch. Good dexterity there. Yes. I would clearly have to be more careful when I try and take out the rocks. <laughs> no. Because I go back and I, <laughs> I start again. But you do get the sense that whatever this creature was doing, he was doing to try to appease a god that doesn't seem to be answering him. Hmm. As he meditates in the water. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's, hmm. I only don't paddle. Yep. It's, <laughs> he'll... Uh, kind of just put that together and determine that his journey needs to continue further west. Cool. Or further northwest, northwest. Towards, towards the this. the spine of the world. The spine of the world. Of tomorrow. The mountains the of tomorrow. Alright. That uh, that'll uh, pull uh, pull the cord on on egg. Thank you so much for Yay. guest starring for us, Pat. That was a lot of fun. No problem. Hope Thank you for having sometime. me. Oh, I, I think that our journeys may cross again. <laughs> our pathways. When we cross. enter the spine of the world <laughs> of tomorrow. Hail Void Gazers, don't go anywhere. Coming up right now is a little side chat I had with Patrick before he left our table. Before we get to that, though, I wanted to remind you you can visit store.hailthevoid.com to snag one of our awesome t-shirts. Like, subscribe, and comment on iTunes or your preferred podcast platform. And if you want to throw some support toward our operating costs, you can do so at patreon.com slash hailthevoid. We're going to be doing a giveaway once we reach 2,000 downloads, so don't forget to share with your friends and family. Hope you enjoyed our chat. We'll be back next week again and always... Hail to you, and hail the void. Hello, and welcome to Hail the Void After Hours. I'm your host, Jeremy Cooney, and tonight's guest is Patrick, the goddamn DM. Thank you so much for joining us tonight, Patrick. Oh, you're you're uh, very welcome. Are we doing this like <laughs> no, no. Jazz, jazz radio style, like KYOT, smooth jazz? <laughs> Um, th- once again, thank you so much for uh, coming and playing with us. We had a lot of fun uh, meeting Egg and his his quirky quirky sense of the world and and his quest to uh, do right by his tribe. Oh no, it was a blast! And uh, like out of all the people that I've seen do Goliaths, I think that you put his backstory up the best in setting up like the the goat ball tournament and you know like his sign off and being nomadic and you know kind of like a willing exile. Like, mm-hmm. that was, as a DM, that DM to DM, that was really well done. Thank you. I appreciate it. I am I mean, I'm fairly new to DM, definitely new to the DM of the Dungeons & Dragons universe, but uh, I'm glad to hear that. That makes me feel uh, that I'm on the right path here. Uh, how long have you been playing D&D, by the way? Uh, this will mark my 10th year. I started I started late on my side. I actually started uh, a little bit after college. Do you prefer DMing? Do you, do you like having the control of the story? Or do you prefer being a uh, uh, third party and, and being part of the story building itself? 
it really depends on the day. Like, I find myself DMing a lot more than being a player. But, you know, I'm sure that you can appreciate this too as a DM or a game master in general, where eventually you just have that kind of like DM burnout and you kind of have to ask your players. So it's like someone take over for the next three sessions. Right. I just, my brain needs to figure out writing things or else we're just playing reruns of Baywatch. Right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. You just end up fighting the same goblins over and over and over. Yep, and oh no, Team Rocket's at it again. Right. And if you get a little too, little too uh, tired of it, that's when you throw in the Tarrasque and say, okay, it's over. Oh, yep. <laughs> Fancy, I have a song about that. Oh, uh, yeah, you do. <laughs> On YouTube right now. And your, your YouTube channel is the same as your Twitter, the, the GDDM? Yep, yeah, you can catch me on Twitter and on YouTube at the goddamn DM uh, for their little ender things, for their hyperlinks. Okay. Yeah, so that's the that's the technical term for it. You know, I'm a, I'm a dungeon master, not a web designer. Right. <laughs> and we'll, we'll definitely have links to both your YouTube and your uh, Twitter on the episodes that you've uh, joined us for. Awesome. Uh, what, uh, what other channels or projects are you working on you want to oh, tell you people can... about? You can typically catch me as the DM for Almost Heroic, which is another Arizona-based D&D podcast. Um, I'm an avid listener myself. <laughs> just getting caught up. It will have uh, four heroes trying to stop an ancient evil from devouring the world. Wow. It is creatively Classic. named The Devourer. Nice. Very nice. <laughs> is that based on an uh, a, a existing D&D deity? The Devourer was a... Uh, a Deity, I want to say it was one of the six evils from 3.5. I'm not sure if it ever made it to 4th edition. It didn't make it to 5th edition as far as I can tell, maybe except for a footnote somewhere. But I use the uh, the iconography of it, but right now they're only dealing with the cultist of it, mm. so they don't really know how this thing works. Like Even at the end of Season 1, right. they were left with a, uh, a handful of questions and not a whole lot of answers. Right. So Season 2 is about trying to find a solution to that. And they may or may not be taking some extra planar travel. Maybe a little trip to the elemental planes. Yeah, yeah. I've actually been thinking about that, about if I want to even... Because I feel like you need a completely different source book for for elemental, you know, plane shifting. And and, and, uh, there's so much you can do in in uh, in the material plane that, you know, adding that... If, if if these players end up in any of the other planes, uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's because they've taken a major crossroad from the main storyline, but we'll see what happens. That's what the great thing about D&D is. <laughs> I'm glad that we still have um, one of your players at the table, just yeah. giving him looks of like, what? <laughs> what do we do? Other planes? <laughs> well, in the, in the sense of other planes, just Jeremy knows who my otherworldly patron is, so mm-hmm. I'm just giving him that look like, I don't think it's all too far It's really not the storyline. Right. Taking a trip to see Dad, yeah. for the most part, I just. <laughs> I mean, there's definitely even a thought of uh, of of involving the Chronosphere in uh, in in this. So it should be interesting. We'll not, we'll see. Uh, so again, uh, almost heroic is your your podcast. Uh, you have other uh, things you want to plug? Um, let's see. No, I mean, I think by the time this comes out, I'll already have done Crit Hit. Uh, Crit Hit is a podcast, right? Uh, Crit Hit is actually a gaming retreat out in Phoenix. Oh, okay. So by the time this comes out, it'll either be like the week of, like I'm just starting it, and I'm not sure when this will be tacked to it, or it'll be the week after. 
Are you doing any other guest spots on other podcasts that we should look forward to? Uh, let's see. By the time this comes out, it will have already passed. So I'm just going to say yes, and you can catch them on the uh, Goddamn DM Twitter. Yeah. Check out the Goddamn DM Twitter. Follow him and uh, get all the updates as to what uh, awesome, fun characters he comes up with for himself. He builds entire worlds, so it's uh, you know watching DMs create characters can be a lot of fun. They either can break the game or they can, uh, it, as was the, the um, case with our friend Mike, who played with us for a while, uh, you know, he chose to create a barbarian who didn't really know much, so he couldn't exploit the game in the ways that he knew he could. Absolutely, and I think that's always, like, one thing uh, that can be really helpful and really nerve-wracking, too, is when you have another DM at the table, mm-hmm. is, like oh, your game doesn't go quite the way that my game goes, and it's like trying not to step on toes on either direction, where it's like right. being the DM running the game, you kind of look at the other DM and it's like, am I doing this right? <laughs> and then the other DM's kind of like, sure, you do your thing. And it's I'm like, a player. Yeah. Am I doing it right? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, I am not going to meta this to all hell. <laughs> well, um, thanks again, and uh, you're always welcome at our table if you ever want to come back. I'm sure Egg will uh, cross paths with our adventures again uh sometime in the future oh i think i think that egg will uh, come back for at least another session or two because yeah. it was a blast awesome. and he is uh one of my favorite uh players that i uh, one of my favorite player characters that i've played uh this year having done probably seven to eight you know a few of those on other twitch streams or podcasts like Egg is definitely top three for me right now, <laughs> especially just because he's so stoic, and I kind of want to get into him more, where it's just like, why is he so stoic? Who hurts you, Egg? <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for uh, overcoming your fear of being murdered by the bearded guy in the kilt. And uh... It's funny if you use that bonus clip, too, because yeah. <laughs> you, you weren't the one that was going to murder me, but we had someone else here that might have. Yeah. Not at the table. <laughs> Not at the table. Strange vagabonds. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Catch Almost Heroic uh, on wherever you like to get podcasts. We, we always love the love from iTunes, the five-star reviews and uh, subscriptions and comments. So give them love. Give us love. And, uh, you know. Can I say the word? It. Hail the Void. Is that what we're Hail doing? Hail the Void. Hail the Void. Hail ah. the Void. Beautiful. <laughs>